Hello and welcome to the Success Unscrambled podcast. This is Alvern and I help female entrepreneurs become more visible using organic marketing strategies so that they can scale their business quickly and gain the time freedom they need with their loved ones. In today's episode, we'll be looking at 21 unbelievable ways to save money on food. I know. Uh, So the reason why I'm doing a a save money series, just in case you're wondering, is because um, most people or people who get into business need to find ways to cut back on other parts of uh, their life so that they can actually have money available to uh, do things like marketing, for example, on their business or on their blog. All right, are you ready? Let's get into it. So do you need to save money on food this year? Don't we all? (laughs) Are you surprised every month with your food bill? The bad news is that as humans, we need to eat two to four times every single day, depending on our body's metabolic rate. This does not mean that we need to become slaves to food. Sometimes I wish that there was a better way to get rid of hunger pangs. Then I have to stop myself as I remember how lucky and blessed I am to have food on the table to eat. Eating or even food preparation can be a chore for many people because it involves so many things to eventually get that food into your stomach. Yes, one may think it is a simpler fear to go to the supermarket to purchase the ingredients. However, if you want to save hundreds every month on food on your food bill, the process can be more, far more comprehensive. The truth is that there are many families across the country struggling to find a way to reduce their food bill significantly. It is possible to achieve this goal, but it all starts with planning meals in advance, as well as a few key insights. So in this particular episode, I will outline a number of tips, tricks, and hacks that will help you to save a ton of cash on food. So first, let's look at the advantages of meal planning. So it's easy to to assume that meal planning should be reserved for people like the Radford family, for example. They are based in the UK and they've got 21 kids, or even the famous Duggar family with 19 kids and they are based in the US. Surely, if you need to feed 19 to 21 children, you'll definitely need to plan meals years in advance. Meal planning is still important whether you are a family of two or you have one to four children to feed. The reason for this is that each person in the family has different needs when it comes to food. Meeting those needs without going broke or living paycheck to paycheck is a skill that can be developed over time. So here is a list of meal planning uh, advantages. First, we've got meals are ready on time. You get a cut down on the cost of snacking. You develop uh, healthy eating habits. You get to reduce the potential for endless, uh, increased productivity. You get better performance both at school and work. And you're a happy family, happier family all year round. So I'm sure that the, these advantages certainly outweigh the disadvantages if you want to save money. So how exactly do we save money on food? Well, I have to admit that saving money on food is not going to be a walk in the park. However, it doesn't have to be a triple twisting, double somersault either. We leave that to Simone Bowles. Sorry, Simone Biles. 
it is not going to be the most pleasant experience. It is. It does require you to be ruthless. Let's look at the list of over 21 ways to save money on food this year. Number one, make a list. Okay, this may be obvious to a lot of people, but I can assure you that it is still it still happens to me, say one to two times a year, where I forget to make a list. The key reason for making a list is that you are able to buy everything you need in one shopping trip compared to going back to the supermarket twice or three times just to get the thing that you forgot. Also, you get to stick to the list and avoid buying things that you don't need, which means you save money instantly. Number two on the list, are you ready? Freeze sliced bread. Say what? I know that I'm going to get a lot of people rolling their eyes at me when they, when they listen to this particular podcast. So just hear me out. If you eat bread every day, then it means that you will need to buy this every two or three days because of the expiry date and bacteria. However, when you freeze bread, you are able to take out as many slices as you need and leave the rest in the freezer. Do I use bread past the expiry date? Of course I do, because there are fewer active molds or bacteria in the freezer. I have left an amazing article that shows you how to freeze bread for maximum freshness. I've left a link in the show notes. You can head on over to successunscrambled.com forward slash save money on food. Okay, and that's save dash money dash on dash food. At number three, we've got less is more. I'm a firm believer in using fewer ingredients to get the same results. For example, if I want to steam broccoli, the ingredients I need are just garlic, salt, and olive oil. Okay, I need some water as well to, to wash the broccoli. But sometimes you look at the recipe that talks about uh, steamed broccoli and it calls for like five to ten ingredients like butter and dill and rosemary and oh my goodness, goodness, goodness. There is no way that I'm going to make things complicated and expensive. Let's stick to the simple lower cost option. Leave the impressive recipes for when for Christmas time or for when you're entertaining guests at dinner time. And number four, we've got to ditch the juice. There are going to be many people who disagree with me, but depending on your goals, it will be good a good idea to ditch the juice. Having juice around the house is a superb idea, don't get me wrong, and a healthy habit. However, if you really want to save massively on food, then leave it for now. Try drinking water instead because it is the healthier option, and you will reduce the unplanned visits to the dentist as well. A definite win-win. In some cases, you may have children at home who get their five fruits a day from smoothies. So consider doing homemade smoothies instead. Buy food in bulk is up at number five. A great way to save money on food items is just buying it in bulk in places like like, uh, Costco. Items like toilet paper, pasta, rice, flour, noodles, foil, plastic wrap, shampoo, conditioner, shower gel, and even oats can all be bought in bulk. It means that you only need to buy these two to four times a year so that when you go to the supermarket, you can focus on fresh food items. Check the unit price is in at number six. Buying things in bulk can be tricky, so it is important that you check the unit price before you put it in your trolley. I always check the price per liter, per sheet, per kilogram, per pound before I bag the item. Not everything that has a discount is actually cheaper compared to similar items in this very same aisle. 
I have included some examples in the show notes where I'm showing you the price of toilet paper uh, based on a price per sheet. You need to head on over to successonscramble.com forward slash save money on food. Okay, so in the screenshot, I have um, three different uh, toilet paper packaging, I guess you could call it. One is toilet paper with 16 rolls, toilet paper package, I guess, uh, with 16 rolls in the, in the pack. And it's nine euro for that pack. And the, the price per sheet is 31 cent. Next, I've got an, a very similar one. It's 16 rolls in the same pack, the Greta family pack, and they add the Adderwood family to the title. It's again, it's nine euro, nine euro for the um, pack, but it says it's 36 cents per sheet. Now, I'm just wondering why the descriptions, you have to have been trying to figure it out, but at least what you can do when you go to the supermarket is look at the price per sheet before you buy your toilet paper. The next one is one that has 24 rolls in it, and it's 13 euro. And I'm saying euro because, obviously, uh, I'm in the eurozone, so hence reason. And the price per sheet is 30 cents. Now, I've seen the same toilet paper in the supermarkets when it goes on special offer for 9 euro, which means you can even get it for less if you buy it on special offer. So in this particular case, the 24-roll package is the one that has the lowest cost per sheet out of those three. However, I did find one more um, toilet paper package that had nine uh, rolls of toilet paper in it, and it was going for one euro and 39 cents, which makes it uh, seven cents for 100 sheets or 0. 0.0007 cent <laughs> for one sheet of toilet paper, uh, which is mind-boggling. Uh, it's so cheap. You can buy, uh, say, for example, the other ones were 9 euro and 13 euro. You can buy uh, 36 rolls or even uh, 45 rolls of toilet paper and you still wouldn't get to 9, nine euro. So I found a way to save money on toilet paper without even leaving the comfort of my home because I actually looked this up on one of the um, grocery apps to find the pricing. And if you head on over to the show notes, you'll actually see the screenshots of these. Which brings me nicely into number seven, which is use a supermarket app. The one thing I found really handy when it comes to meal planning is checking what's on offer before I even get to the supermarket. Technology does have its advantages, especially for helping you to save money on food. On the app, I can see the special, the special offer price, including the start and end dates, as well as the price per kilogram per sheet, per pound, per, per gram for everything and I have also included an example of special offers in the show notes head on over to success on scramble.com forward slash save money on food um, and this particular screenshot has the special offers as well as the dates the start and end dates for these offers and you'd see things like, like clementines for 39 cents uh, leeks for 39 cents uh, cherry tomatoes for 149 and you can actually go into it and then see, you know, what weight, uh, how much you're getting for that price. So feel free to head on over there and uh, when you get a chance on your supermarket app and check the pricing prices before you even go shopping. Speaking of before going shopping, at number eight, I've got eat before going shopping. This reminds me of a funny story that I need to share with you. As a child growing up, my mother always got us to eat before leaving the house to go to a wedding. I know that sounds really funny. As funny as that may seem, it is true that you should never shop when you are hungry. The smell of the items at the bakery will 
only tempt you and even the sight of the food will only tempt you to buy something to eat anyway. I am always amazed at all the children in the supermarket walking around eating stuff from the bakery. Um, you know, to me, it's not a habit I would encourage with my children because every time you, you think that you have to eat something when you get to the supermarket as opposed to eating something at home before you even get there. So at number nine, I've got save or freeze leftovers. It is such a common practice to throw away leftovers because nobody would be interested in, in food from yesterday. Except me, of course. I know my mother was like that. She would never, she, she likes everything. She used to like everything fresh in her older years. However, these same leftovers will come in handy later on and it is perfectly good food to eat. Think of all those people all over the world who could really benefit from these leftovers. The trick with freezing leftovers though is to store them in an attractive manner with the labels indicating what it is and when it was placed there because when things get frozen, they don't look as attractive and you don't know what it is sometimes. You're thinking, what is in this container? And you, you can't even remember putting it there. So you're better off labeling everything, make it look as attractive as possible. If it needs to be in separate, uh, smaller uh, cubby holes, you know, make it really look good. So that when it, when you, you know, because when you open the freezer and you have to kick it out, you know, this is going to be delicious because, you know, it looks good. It's been frozen well, etc. And number 10, we've got best before versus use by expiry dates. I have seen so many people over uh, throw away things like apples, oranges, pears, and even baked items over the last few years. Their simple reason is that it expired or it, it's, uh, it was there yesterday or I bought it last week or it's no longer fit for consumption according to their, um, their calculations. It is time to give you another story from my childhood. We had tons of fruit trees in our garden and I would climb the tree, pick the fruit and eat it. At no point did any food authority label the fruit on the tree as good or not good to eat. I also picked up fruits that fell on the ground under the tree, washed them and ate them. Fruits in a bowl for a week, I just ate them. As humans, we suddenly need someone with a badge to help us use our common sense. Yes, you have dangerous things like fish, meat, anything with blood in it. That can be dangerous. But fruits, you know, fruits. If you need to understand the difference between your best before and used by expiry dates, I've left a link in the show notes. Head on over there at successunscramble.com forward slash save money and food. Always remember that it is super important to store your food properly if you want to it to last longer. For a good example of this is I see people do this all the time. They'll open a can of beans, a can of uh, coconut milk, a can of whatever it is, and they'll use some from the can and stick the can in the freezer, freezer, sorry, in the fridge, uh, closing down the lid slightly. That's unhealthy. You need to put it in a container and store it properly. So, if, I mean, to avoid food poisoning, learn to store food properly. That's sort of number one secret when it comes to uh, storing food and not getting sick. At number 11, we've got cook in bulk on Sunday. So if your week is the standard Monday to Friday, 9 to 5, then you may find it necessary to cook uh, in bulk on Sundays, for example. You can cook items like rice, beans, pasta, vegetables in advance. Yes, vegetables are frozen vegetables as well. And store them in portion sizes in the, in the fridge or freezer. It is very tricky to get the process done perfectly, but it can be accomplished with a bit of practice. A quick tip, always scald the storage containers with boiling hot water 
to get rid of the excess bacteria so your food will last longer. 12 has invest in kitchen appliances. In many cases, using kitchen appliances to help you get all your cooking done is a great idea. Two of my favorite appliances include the rice cooker and the slow cooker. Uh, sometimes even a pressure cooker will also help. It means that I don't have to babysit the food cooking process as much since these appliances do all the hard work for me. Ensure that you use and clean as well as store these appliances properly so that they will last you for many years to come. Avoid ready and pre-cut food items is in at number 13. So over the last 20 years, the world has, uh, has changed. It's a different place where people would buy carrots and vegetables, then go home and cut it up. Today, you can get almost anything already cut, sliced, diced, and even pre-cooked. However, those conveniences do come at an added cost. It is a whole lot cheaper to avoid ready meals and pre-cut food items, and your bank account will thank you for it. I have included an example where I show the difference between buying whole carrots and slice and versus slice and peel uh, carrots versus uh, organic carrots. And uh, in this example, uh, I have the regular carrots, just regular whole carrots uh, for 49 cents per kilogram. Then I've got the organic carrots, uh, which is at 99 cents per kilogram, double the price basically. And then we've got uh, sliced and peeled carrots for uh, 126 per kilogram. So in this example, the, the slice and peel carrots cost 126% more uh, when you purchase them uh, already processed compared to when you purchase, purchase them whole. So if you do that with just one of, one of your vegetables, if you bought 10 vegetables and you, you added an extra 126% on the price, you can see how you're losing money already uh, by buying already processed, cut or sliced uh, food items. At number 14, we've got shop at ethnic supermarkets. I'm always surprised at the price that regular supermarkets charge for ethnic food items. Whenever I need to buy things like peas, beans, curry powder, stir-fry sauces, I prefer to go to the Asian supermarket. The truth is that their prices tend to be cheaper and the ingredients more authentic and better quality. Have you ever tasted a difference between black bean sauce from a regular supermarket compared to the black bean sauce that you buy in the Asian supermarket? I'll tell you what it is. The, the one in the supermarket, the, the Asian supermarket, is more concentrated and full of flavor compared to the one in the regular supermarket, which you can only use probably once or twice. And then, uh, because it's so it's so thin, it's so diluted. Um, so, you know, food for thought when it comes to buying uh, ethnic foods from regular supermarket compared to the Asian supermarket or, you know, ethnic supermarket. At number 15, we've got bring your own bags. A number of years ago, the government here introduced a charge for shopping bags as if they don't tax residents enough already. Anywho, it is a good idea to be kind to the environment by using recyclable and reusable bags. Shopping bags can set you back between 39 cents or 1 euro and 50 cents per bag. So it makes more sense to bring your own bags. Ask for a doggy bag is in at number 16. 
If ever you decide to eat out, don't be ashamed to ask for a doggy bag to carry home the leftovers. After all, you are paying for the entire meal and the leftovers also cost money. <laughs> Unless it is a, it was a dodgy meal or horrible meal, then feel free to act to carry the rest of the food home and use it the next day. At number 17, we've got buy frozen fruit and vegetables. In my experience, I've seen instances where it is cheaper to buy frozen fruit and vegetables and or vegetables, depending uh, on what you are making, like stews or curries or salads, the vegetables uh, may not necessarily need to be fresh. A good example could be for smoothies, where you get the same amount of nutrients from the both the fresh and frozen uh, fruit and vegetables. So I've given an example here, a diagram. If you head on over to successonscramble.com forward slash save money on food, it's an example of the of uh, spinach leaves. The fresh leaves are great for obviously salads, but the price per kilogram is just amazing. So I've got, uh, in this example, I've got two different packets of frozen spinach leaves and uh, an example of the fresh spinach leaves. So let's start with the fresh one. So the fresh uh, spinach, it's 450 grams and it's two euro and 29 cents which makes it five euro and nine cents per kilogram. The next one down from that then is this, uh, there's a popular brand name here called Green Isle. So Green Isle has frozen spinach and they are selling it for 450 grams for one euro and 25 cents, which works out at two euro and 78 cents per kilogram. And they've got a special offer on any five for five euro. And then the least expensive one of them all is uh, frozen spinach in just an ordinary uh, bag no brand name, well, no major brand names, and it's 900 grams for one euro and 27 cents. So you get double the, double the amount of spinach leaf leaves for the same price, basically. And that works out at one euro and 42 cents per kilogram. So when you head on over to the shows, you'll see the difference there. So you buy the fresh spinach leaf at five euro per kilogram or the frozen one for one euro and 42 cents per kilogram. And you can see, you can, I mean, you can save a lot of money. Of course, the fresh leaves are for great for salads and you can't even toss it a lot in the salads because it gets wilted really quickly. Um, but whenever you want to um, make curries or stews with spinach in it, you're better off buying the frozen one because it's so much cheaper. So the question is, which one would you buy in the future? The reason why the one on the far left is more expensive in terms of the frozen one, uh, is again because of the brand name. Meatless Mondays is in at number 18. You can take advantage of Meatless Mondays two or three times a week as well, so just on a Monday, and reduce the amount of meat in your meals. The easiest replacement would be peas or beans, which can be made in bulk on a Sunday in advance. Also explore the vegetarian or vegan items in the fridge or freezer section of the supermarket that you can stock up on in advance when they are on special offer. I have included in the show notes examples of uh, vegan and vegetarian options. Uh, just remember to check the price per kilogram, per pound, per ounce, per whatever it is, um, after the discount, just to make sure you're not being ripped off. And you can see the three examples here. One of them is uh, chicken style pieces. The other one is vegetarian sausages. And the last one then is um, vegan chicken slices. So one is going to use for sandwiches. The other one can use for 
a stew and the other one can be used for hot dogs, for example. So remember that also check prices at similar supermarkets to ensure that you're getting the best value for money for your hard-earned money. Okay, in at number 19, we've got reduced processed sweet treats. Cakes, biscuits, chocolates, and other sweet treats can cost you a lot in the long run. Yes, like you, I have a sweet tooth, but I also want to be healthy. I replace all of those sugary foods with dried apricots, dates, prunes, sultanas uh, for the last six months. And the surprising thing is that I lost weight and I don't have the craving for them as much anymore. I have included a side-by-side comparison of um, sweet treats. For example, in this comparison, I've got Toffee Crisp, Twix, and Milky Way. And you can have a look at the the level of saturates and sugars that's contained in these uh, sweet treats. For example, in the Toffee Crisp, the sugars are like 21%. uh, In the Twix, it's 11%. And then in the Milky Way, it's 11% as well. Head on over to successunscrambled.com forward slash uh, save money on food at save dash money dash on dash food uh, so you can get access and see you know come do, see the side by side comparison as you can see i'm able to make smart shopping choices from the comfort of my home to reduce temptation to go over budget by using the supermarket app to see the prices before i go i get to remain healthy as well as a result of me um, doing my meal planning from the house so to speak at number 20, we've got supermarket layout. I was reading an article that highlighted the fact that every supermarket is laid out in such a way as to get you to make unplanned purchases. At first, I thought that it could not be correct, but then I remembered I was working on a project a number of years ago that revealed this exact same fact. I'm including a diagram in the show notes that highlights the layout of a standard supermarket thanks to the folks at, at Loving, Loving, Loving Dublin. And you'd see uh, in the supermarket, I'm just going to explain to you since this is a podcast, on the very far left, you've got flowers and produce. On the very back of the supermarket, you've got meats, dairy, and eggs, as well as a bakery. On the very far right of the supermarket, you've got soda, crisps. And then next to the registers, you've got the deli. And then in the middle, you've got canned items, sorry, canned food items, baking items, paper goods, cleaning supplies, and frozen foods. And it is so true. You go to any supermarket and you'll see a layout very, very similar to this. If you want to see the layout yourself, head on over to successonscrambled.com forward slash save money on food. That's save dash money dash on dash food. So if you notice all the perishables, are at the extreme left and back of a supermarket. However, other items that can be bought in bulk, toilet paper, um, dry goods, etc., are in the aisles. So in other words, you need to go through the aisles to get to the cash register, which means you may buy something that you don't need. But you already bought the bulk items, uh, the paper goods, cleaning supplies, in bulk at Costco, so you don't need to go through the aisles. So that's one thing to consider. Uh, when it is you are uh, shopping in a supermarket the very next time. At number 21, I've got do seriously fun meal planning. Finally, it is important to plan every single meal down to the salt that you need to add to the dish. I'm only messing, obviously. (laughs) There is no point in buying all that food and not making a plan about when or how you're going to eat it. 
make me planning a fun activity and get kids involved as well so that they will eat what has been cooked. Being a mother of older kids, I can tell you that one of the secrets of getting your children to eat food, I had fussy eaters too, is to get them on board. My children would literally write up a menu of what to make based on what's available in the fridge and the cupboard. So if, for example, I've got bread, they'll put bread on the menu. If it's got butter, they put butter on the menu, cheese, you know, etc. And then uh, it's, it's so hilarious when I, I sort of think back at it. My daughter would sit down at a table and order her, her the food that she wants from the menu because that's the food there that is available in the house and she would eat it. And she sometimes she did the same thing every day because there's certain things that she actually liked to eat because she was so fussy when it came to eating food. But at least she was given a menu and she was involved in doing the menu because she's a very creative person. So she was involved in actually creating the menu as well. She'd go and check everything in the cupboard and do the menu herself. It's so hilarious. You must try it sometime. So because that list is so long, <laughs> it would make sense for me to summarize everything for you. Uh, so here are those 21 ways to save money on, on food in a nutshell. Make a list, free sliced bread, less is more, ditch the juice, buy food in bulk, check the unit price, use the supermarket app, eat before shopping, save or freeze leftovers, understand use buy and best before dates, cook in bulk, invest in appliances, avoid ready meals, shop in ethnic supermarkets, bring your own bag, ask for a doggy bag, buy frozen fruit and vegetables, meatless on many days, reduce sweet treats, supermarket layout, and serious fun meal planning. As you can see, it does not require a PhD to win at saving money on your monthly food bill. However, you will need to be super intentional about your approach to spending since you will need to eat two to four times every single day. Whatever you do, remember to subscribe to the Success Unscrambled podcast where you'll be the first to hear about what's happening in the entrepreneurial and digital marketing world. Your positive review of this podcast is vital to keeping it alive and running for the next 12 to 24 months. So please leave a positive review for us on iTunes, Spotify, or any of your favorite podcast players. Are you looking to save money on in other areas of your life? Then grab the resource which I left in the, in the show notes that gives you a list of things to stop buying today. Did you know that women spend an average of $303 every month on makeup. If you want to learn how to save money on makeup, I've left a link in the show notes. You head on over to successonscrambled.com forward slash save money on food and you'll see the other links to all of these things. If you want to know what to do now that you've cut the cable bill, check out my resource about things to do instead of watching TV. Um, the goal of Success Unscrambled is to help female entrepreneurs to become more visible using organic marketing strategies so that they can scale their business quickly and gain the time freedom that they need so they can spend time with their loved ones. All right, that's it for today. Until next time, enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of your week. Bye for now.